podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. My name is Kay, just the letter K. I am also known as No Tracers on Instagram, no.tracers, and I'm also on TikTok at No Tracers. If you guys are new to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button. We would love for you to come back every single Friday for a new episode. This podcast has been so much fun to do, and this week I am talking to Hidden Image. He's got some incredible photography over on Instagram. I'll put his links down in the description. But before we get into the episode, there's a few things I need to let you know about. The first of which being that I have a book out, a photography book, called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. It's full of my photos and stories of places that I've explored around the United States, a place in Canada, a place in Portugal, and I would love for you to get a signed copy of it. If you guys want to pick up a copy of it, or if you want to see my photography and read my blogs about my explorations, you can go to notracers.com, and the book is at notracers.com shop. If you want to pick up a copy of that, I'll sign it for you. I've got a whole box of them sitting in my room waiting to be shipped out to you. So if you guys are looking for a gift for somebody, they make for great gifts. Thank you guys for supporting my art. I appreciate it as a creator. I'm working on my second book right now, and I cannot wait to put it together and share it with the world. You guys have helped No Tracers grow on iTunes and Spotify by leaving a rating and feedback. So if you're new to the podcast or if you haven't left a rating and feedback yet, please do so. And if you do, send me a screenshot of your feedback to no.tracers on Instagram, and I will send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place I have explored as a way of saying thank you. It's free, it takes 30 seconds, and it helps the podcast out a ton. If you guys want to be on the podcast, please hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or no.tracers on TikTok. I would love to get more people on this podcast in 2021. Next, I need to thank our partner, Liquid Death Water. If you're a human that drinks water, which is mostly all of you, you should check out Liquid Death Water. They're doing stuff to help the environment, and I've got an ad coming for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water, a water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. So if you guys want 10% off your order of liquid death water, you can go to liquiddeath.com and use code just the letter K at checkout. Or you can simply click the link in the description. That's a direct affiliate link and that will get you guys that discount immediately. And the last thing I need to let you know about is that you should be investing your money into a cryptocurrency and be the stock market. Tesla is killing it, NEO is killing it, and Bitcoin is killing it right now, and Ethereum is also killing it. So if you guys are trying to get into the cryptocurrency space or if you're trying to get into investing, if you guys go down in the description, there is a link to Robinhood where you will get a free stock and Coinbase where you will get $10 of Bitcoin when you sign up using my code. Thank you guys for doing that. 
Good luck and put your money where your mouth is. All right, without further ado, Hidden Image, can you please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the No Tracers audience? My name is Jason. Um, on Instagram, I go by hidden.img, which is image. Um, IMG for short, of course. Uh, mostly, I, I started with just uh, taking photos of uh, people and um, landscape photos of cities and stuff, but um, got intrigued into uh, urban exploring which is like mostly abandoned buildings, but I did um, start going to integrate. I started integrating like stuff like tunnels and uh, rooftops as well. But I was more intrigued about abandoned buildings, so I mostly take photos of abandoned buildings currently. Cool. So, what got you into exploring in the first place? Like, what made you catch this bug? Uh, well, yeah, that's a question I get asked a lot. Well, uh, I actually was always exploring, but I mean. It was mostly because I used to do graffiti, uh, started with painting as well, and then uh, I used to paint abandoned places and tunnels, so I was always exploring, but I never was really into uh, photography at the time, but um, I put photography into it one in one, so kind of got, that's how it kind of started for me. Nice. And what was the first urban exploration that you did? What was that first abandoned building that you ever went into and, and tagged up? Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I, I would have to say, uh, I can't even quite remember that. It's because it's been so long. When it, but I can tell you the first time, like, I started taking photos of abandoned buildings yeah. like, off of a camera and everything. Um, it was uh, at a meet in Riverside, California. Uh, I was at a park across the street from where it was, um, I think it was a retirement home. And uh, I went there. The day after the meet with a friend because uh no one wanted to go with me and i didn't want to go alone because i don't know anything about it the stuff there could be people in there you know scrappers are pretty dangerous bums meth heads whatever but um yeah i didn't want to go alone so i took a friend and uh i started just really liking how like the photos looked and just was very intrigued of i don't i didn't understand why i was very intrigued of how like these photos were coming and why i got into it but uh, after I took these photos, I looked up on Instagram that there's like a lot of people actually uh, also exploring. There's like a kind of a community, so that's kind of how I got into it and started exploring with others. That's awesome. Do you remember what photo meet that was? Was it like a TFTI or like Conquer LA? Was it one of those, or was it just a group of people? It was a it was some someone similar uh, something similar to that, but um, it wasn't them. Uh, it was um. I want to say it was IE Shooters or something like that. It was a, it was definitely like an Inland Empire type of meet, but I just can't remember. But, um, yeah, I can't remember the affiliation or anything of the names. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, after I went to my first meetup, I met a guy there, and he was – he like, somehow we got on the topic of exploring abandoned, and I had been doing it since I was a kid but had never, like, taken my camera into any of these places. And this guy was like, yo, do you want to go hit some abandoned places in, in L.A.? And I was like, wait, there's people here that do this? Like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Uh, L.A. is uh, – is- has a lot of people out there. It's mostly, uh, I met explorers mostly from LA and OC actually. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that there's such a, like a big community out here of people. Like I've traveled around the country with different people and it's, it's been absolutely incredible what social media has done for you. Like, can you talk a little bit more about social media and what it's done for you as a, as a creator, as an explorer? Because, uh, I started this, uh, by myself, but when uh, I started taking photos and putting it on my social media, I started getting noticed because of hashtags and stuff like that, you know? People be hashtagging their photos like abandoned and stuff like that. 
But uh, when it first started, the community kind of sucked for me, like as a um, social media wise, no one really wanted to um, no one really wanted to explore with me or anything because like, you know, I didn't really have spots or like my photography skills wasn't up to per or anything. So uh, at first it was just kind of me doing it by myself until I guess you have to like kind of prove yourself that you're kind of worthy, I guess, to explore with others or like for them to shoot with you. So, I mean, I kind of like just improved my skills and like start researching spots myself. And then like people that were local from like LA or like Inland Empire would like see that I actually am trying to be passionate about this hobby and uh, want to explore, not just for like, you know, to get noticed, but to explore to explore you know so uh meeting people through social media was was cool it was, it was a big push for me because like i have someone to do stuff with now too i don't have to go alone and then yeah it kind of just pushed it to where i am now because like i am i wouldn't be who i am now without the people that do this do it with me yeah absolutely i totally respect that man and i love that you like had that come up and i think that we all have to go through that and like like you said, kind of prove yourself to the community that you're, you're here to stay. Like you're not just trying to get in this for, for like instant notoriety or whatever. Like you're actually trying to build something and and be a part of this community. I think that once you get in, it's, it's like lifelong friends, you know, it's like, uh, because it's such a unique thing that we do. It's a unique hobby. Yeah. It, it kind of sucks though. Cause sometimes, um, I'm not saying it's like a lifelong friends thing. Cause I've had people that come and go in my life that, um, explored with me. It really did suck. Uh, I had like one friend that I explored with the most and he kind of just stepped out of my life out of nowhere. Like he was kind of like we're exploring all the time for the past two years together. And then like um, he got into a relationship. It it was still cool. He was still like somewhat hanging out with me. But then we we had planned a trip around, um, I say, August of last year of 2020. We had planned a trip together and like. The week of, he, he blocked my number and everything, and, like, I had to go to the strip alone. Damn. But, fortunately, uh, I had some friends that did uh, meet up with me and everything, so it was fortunate, but it just kind of sucked because he was, like, the guy I was always shooting with. Yeah, I feel you, man. That sucks that that happened. Yeah, like, I mean, this hobby it's, itself, it's, like, it ha- you can make a lot of friends, too, but you also make enemies, which is it's kind of stupid as it is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, yeah. No, it's so true. I want to say, like, 90% of the, the community and, like, people you meet off of this thing, it's, like, they're all friendly they're all passionate they're all want to help you and everything so i wouldn't say everyone's a scumbag but like you know 90 percent of them they're all cool people yeah for sure and then do you have any gear recommendations for people that are trying to get into urban exploring like a backpack or a light or a gas mask or anything like that uh i mean as far as like photography gear or just like overall gear i guess overall gear oh just always please have a mask I mean, not just because it's COVID, but like, man, uh, I, just from experience. Okay, I, I went to a, um, I went to a, an abandoned hospital in New Orleans. This abandoned hospital was flooded with bodies before it got hit by Hurricane Katrina. It's still abandoned. I'm pretty sure you could just Google it easily. Everyone knows what hospital I'm talking about. But this is a big hospital in New Orleans. It got abandoned because it was flooded um, by Hurricane Katrina. And like I said, the the basement floor was like flooded with bodies before they emptied it out. And me, I I don't know why, like, right when, because, like, we, we planned this trip, and right when we got in, I was just excited to get in. I didn't have, like, no mask or anything to get in, but I just went in there with no mask. We shot the place, and then, like, I would say a few days after, I ended up having, like, this big chest pain, and I couldn't get over it. I couldn't sleep. It was hurting a lot. Like, it was just hurting a lot. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just having anxiety or anything. Start trying to work. 
And I was like, I told my job, like, yo, I got to go home early. I'm just going to go to the ER right now. I just can't breathe. I just can't breathe. Went to the hospital. I ended up getting pneumonia. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, how did I end up getting pneumonia? I thought, I thought about like, okay, a few days earlier, I did go to New Orleans for that hospital. I was like, okay, yeah, I didn't wear a mask or anything. And it was kind of proven because it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a virus pneumonia. It was a bacterial pneumonia. So they, fortunately they have antibiotics for those, but that way, like, I'm just saying like, you always wear a mask because you do not want to get sick. You could get, you fuck up your lungs, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not only pneumonia, but asbestos, you know, mesothelioma, like, you know, there's so much crap in abandoned places that it just, it's not good for you to breathe in. You know, these places have been falling apart and decaying for for decades sometimes, you know? And so it's like, you like absolutely wear a mask. Thank you for sharing that. That's a crazy story. Yeah, no, dude. I, I mean, I still sometimes try to always wear a mask, but like there's, there's, there's abandoned places where it's like, it's like newly abandoned or like, you know, there's like a a lot of open cracks or windows that you can still breathe. But like, I really do want to say, try to enforce wearing that mask on yourself because it'll save you the trip to the hospital. if If it happens, if you have asthma or just bad lungs, wear a mask i don't understand how people do it because i have friends that smoke weed smoke cigarettes and like they have pretty bad lungs and they're in like abandoned theaters that are no like no cracks or like doors open and just like filled with mold and asbestos and they're here smoking weed with no mask i'm like you guys are crazy i do not know how you do it oh my god that's nuts (laughs) but i mean other than like other than like wearing a mask i would say um as far as exploring gear, I mean, if you're cautious about like your hands getting cuts or something, I would say always wear a long sleeve and gloves. I personally don't wear gloves because uh, I like climbing things and it gets in my way. But I mean, if you want to be cautious about that, because there's also like, you know, nails that are like sticking out of woods. If you like grind against them, you could potentially get like, you know, a rest of nail and your cut on your skin now. You don't want that. And I would say, uh, so wear some like pretty good um, shoes that are comfortable or boots that are pretty well like uh, guarded because you know stepping on a nail kind of sucks. I've had I've I've never experienced experienced it personally, but uh, I had a trip in Detroit and um, our driver he was um, <laughs> going on the trip with us and then he stepped on a nail and we had to like go out the way to him get a shot at like a cvs or walgreens because he was scared of like uh his his affected foot or whatever damn (laughs) yeah it kind of sucked that we had to go out the way but i mean he was our driver so you know we had to be uh we had to be there for him yeah for sure um uh as far as that's like i would say that's overall like clothing gear of course pants i don't i wouldn't recommend ever wearing shorts i mean even if it's hot you're going through like you know weeds and like grass and like you know you still don't know i just don't i i would say just be well, well clothed as much as possible just to avoid scratches and shit like that Absolutely. and then um gear wise um backpack you know carry your camera gear uh whatever you need to get in i don't want to say like you know breaking it in is like the best thing to do but you know some people do carry tools in their bags Yep. Yep. I, I personally am super against like B and E's, but I do have friends that, you know, carry crowbars and bolt cutters and things like that. And, you know, like I usually just try to go in places that are already open. You know, that's my best course of action because like you're, you're facing the potential for even further fines if you get caught doing that kind of stuff. So I, I kind of recommend against doing B and E's, but I mean, to each their own. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, yeah, the reason why I don't carry tools anymore because I've been caught with like breaking and entering. So that's the main reason why I don't carry tools anymore. And that's the reason why I became such a good climber and getting into places. I'd rather to like 
find my way in through like uh, a high pipe or something or a, a second story window nowadays instead of like trying to f- screwdriver a door open or <laughs> cut a fence or something now it's kind of yeah. sucks but like it is what it is now that's kind of reason why i don't carry tools anymore hey it makes sense uh speaking of like nails in your foot things like that do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share uh let's see hmm, injuries oh bum. no i i never personally have like been injured because like i'm very careful and i'm i want to say i'm like good at like always getting to places but i'm very confident of like my skills and getting to places and like i know how to like climb and like you know do shit like that but i've had experience with other people like um for example that same trip that that guy had to get that tendon shot for his foot because it was three of us my other friend uh, fortunately this was the last day in the last spot we were hitting uh he went back to the car by himself and all we hear is a big oh fuck you know like someone got injured like really loud and me and my friend were like what the heck was that and like um we look back we look outside the window he's just like like limping to the car i'm like is he okay uh so the way into this um the, the way into this place was like um we had to climb over a barbed wire fence and like i said i'm very confident of like my climbing skills and stuff like that so me and we all three climbed over no problem but i i helped the i helped him over as well as well but like i say he went back to the car by himself so i guess when he went back he got his foot or his uh long pants got caught on the top wire and he tried to jump over and he like flopped over and like broke his arm oh my god <laughs> and like he, like when we got back to the car i'm like dude what's wrong with you and he was like dude my my fucking arm hurts i need to go to the hospital i'm like your arm's broken or so something? Like, yeah, I feel like it's broken. And like his head cuts all over his face and everything. And I was like, dude, yeah, let's go to the hospital. So like we, I, I took him, uh, we took him to the hospital. Well, he went to the hospital on the way, on the way home. Cause I don't live in Midwest. He lives in the Midwest. And then, yeah, I guess on um, the x-ray showed he had like a, like a fractured arm or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan Kozad. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah. I hope your arm recovered, man. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, he recovered it just sucked because i remember he said dude i have work tomorrow i have work the next day it was his first day at, at this new job he was gonna start after this trip and he couldn't go damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i felt really bad don't get me wrong i felt really bad but you know <laughs> it, it is a good story to tell oh for sure and then uh, what's oh, your actually oh what's up, i'm sorry on? i had one more story about that as far as injuries okay speaking of like like barbed wire fences. There's, you know, those spike fences that have like um, spikes coming out the top, like vertically. Yeah. Okay, so there's a this spot in uh, Redlands, California. It's um, a water park. Me and my friend Robert, um, we uh, we were hating the spot, and like I don't not understand why we decided to climb over these spike fences, but like we have confidence in climbing, of course. So I climbed the river no problem, but man, he his leg went straight through the spike, and like. When we pulled out that leg, I think it was gushing out blood. Like oh I never seen, I never seen him squirt out that much blood ever. And like you can see, like the guts or like the, the tissue. And I was like, bro, that was the gnarliest, nastiest thing I ever seen in my life. I rushed him to the hospital, and it was like, damn, dude. I, I mean, fortunately he was good, but like that was the gnarliest thing I ever seen in my life. <laughs> damn, dude, that's crazy. Cause like. You know, like, wh- when you get to the hospital, like, how did he explain what you guys were doing? 
I don't even know how to explain it. He just, I, I, I wasn't there when he explained it to the, the, the ER, but they took it to, they took him in right away. They were like, okay, we need to stop that bleed. Cause you, cause that thing was still, bleed. he wrapped that thing pretty good. It was like, yeah, it was just pretty bad. Wow. I don't know. I don't, um, I didn't even remember the end results of it or anything. Cause, um, I went to, I went to work right after, but like, yeah, it, <laughs> I just felt really bad. Damn, that's crazy. Thank you for sharing that story, man. That's nuts. Um, can you tell me about your scariest exploration? And this can be like running into police or this can be running into people or I don't know if you believe in like paranormal stuff. It can be one of those. Damn, there's so much stories of those, but I can't think of them on top of my head. I would say, uh, not, I, I do not believe in like the whole uh, paranormal thing, but... As far as like running to police and everything, uh, yeah, there's been many times I've been like having like police encounters. There's, I would say, like the only time I was scared, scared is because like I knew I was already, I was already fucked. Um, was when I actually got caught with my bolt cutters and I went to jail. Uh, that that same day, and I actually got charged and everything, because <laughs> like I've never been in jail, so I didn't know what to expect. But it was pretty scary. That's I would say that's like the scariest experience I ever had. Damn. And then uh, what about your favorite exploration to date? Do you have a favorite spot that you've hit? Just a favorite spot or just overall, like as far as explore? Because like, when I explore, I usually explore a lot of places in one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe just your favorite day of exploring. Uh, favorite day. Hmm. Damn. That's like when I have a lot of friends with me. Uh, I'll, I'll start with like my first spot first. Sorry. I'll, I'll start with my first spot. My first spot would probably still be till this date is a silver silver dome pontiac stadium and uh in michigan yeah that would still be my favorite spot up to date um story about that was uh my friend jordan koza the same guy who broke his arm like i said this is the same detroit uh shirt we went on uh he initially went there first uh well he's like the first person i've seen on instagram of course other people have said it before him but like like, to me, I, I was really started and everything. So I saw I saw him hitting it. And I was like, dude, I really want to go here. I was like really intrigued, like how a band, how a big stadium, like a big football stadium, could be abandoned. I was like, that's like really trippy. Like I don't understand. Like so, I was like, dude, I really want to go here. I was like, all right, let's just just book a flight. We'll hit up Chicago, Gary, Indiana, and we'll hit up Detroit. I'll take you there. I was like, all right. Uh, after hitting all those uh, other states. We uh, hit this uh, Silverdome Pontiac uh, the next morning, and it was probably like 5 a.m., I would say. Uh, it was us three, like two other cars of people, and it was like a total of 12 people hitting this at like 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we all managed our way in. I'm like, dude, like just getting in was just so surreal. I was I had the, like the biggest rush of my life. I just can never forget it like because it was like so filled with so much excitement just uh climbing to the top of it just and then watching the sunrise and it was the most perfect like feeling ever because like i mean i, I was I, I was with everyone but right when we got in we lost everyone because we're, we're all trying to find our own way in while avoiding the patrol because there's a security patting around like the whole area so we all made our way in separately but yeah um i caught it with uh I uh, caught up with my friend, uh, he was, who was initially driving us around the trip as well. And, yeah, it was just me and him. I would see, like, the others, like, scattered around the area, of course, as well. 
but like just catching that sunrise with around like a whole abandoned football stadium at the top is just like the best feeling ever I had in my life when I was um ever exploring, I would say. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I've seen pictures of the the Pontiac Stadium. It's insane. It's absolutely crazy yeah, to see football stadiums it, that are abandoned. It's so surreal. Like I've only been able to shoot it once and that's the only time I really that's the only time I needed too. It just felt so good. Like I I can't express how how good of a feeling it was for you to get like a spot that you saw online and then it's so big to you and you when you finally get it, you just enjoy the moment for quite a while, you know? Yeah, as long as you can, for sure. Did they demolish that place? Yeah, it, it's it's completely gone now. It's a funny story, though. Like, on the way out, um, we actually got caught by the cops. Like, three cop, cop, car, uh, cop cars pulled up on us. I was like, bro, I do not want to spend a day, our last day of exploring Detroit in jail, you know? But it, it, they were, these cops are pretty friendly. They were like, hey, we got a call that a bunch of explorers are hitting the spot at this certain time. So I, th- I think someone actually snitched on us, like, like another explorer though not like someone like calling it in like that just saw us going in i think an explorer knew that we were all hitting this and snitched on us but like i said the cops were really friendly and they let us go and then we just hit the whole day of exploring detroit there wow that's amazing i can't wait to get out there you know i've done uh pennsylvania i've done west virginia but i I haven't gone to ohio or michigan yet to do urbex so i'm like i'm itching to get out there yeah, yeah. No, Midwest was what started me up, but East Coast is, you know, it has a lot to offer, I, w- I would say, yeah. I Like I said, I just came back from a trip in, from the East Coast from in August, and it was, it was actually in Virginia as well. But I feel like Virginia didn't have much to offer compared to, like, Philadelphia or uh, New York or other spots in, uh, that's on the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. I just got lucky, you know, I went out to West Virginia. I'm a videographer by trade. So I went out there to to shoot a music video and I asked the artist, I was like, hey, do you want to film this in an abandoned place? And he was down for it. And so I did some research, found this abandoned elementary school that was in this little town where the population was like 105 people. And so we like found this elementary school and it was like still had desks and chairs and like all kinds of stuff, chalkboards, like all kinds of crazy stuff in there. And it was just insane to see the state of decay in this small ass town. Just this huge, like five story abandoned elementary school is crazy, dude. Five story, yeah. I, I I've never been there, but I think I know exactly what you're talking about. There's just so much going on in the East Coast, man. It's like they're so spoiled with so much like urbex there. Right, I know, right? And they they have like the the security over there is like more lax than I feel like it is in L.A. You know, I feel like L.A. is like pretty hard to get into places now because of how popularized urban exploration has become here? Uh, I would say the difference between like the East coast and the West coast, when it comes to like urban exploring, I think just like the West coast just has the money to put into it. And they actually care about the, the environment to where they don't want to leave an abandoned building and looking like this. And they actually like board shit up fast, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, when I go to the East coast, there's a lot of spots that are just wide open, you know? So yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of different. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, like you said, I feel like they board stuff up faster over here because, like you said, they have like the funding to do that out here and over on the East Coast. Like, they they just kind of let stuff sit. If you could live in one place you've explored for one week, which place would it be? Oh man, damn, that's a I like that question. Oh, so much spots. Oof. Oh man, I want to say a tie between the the, the Silver Dome, what, what it, which is just explained. 
but like it's fucking cold there. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that's all right. If this is like a survival thing. I'm thinking of maybe a, a abandoned hospital, like the General Hospital in LA. Oh boy, <laughs> I love that place. Like a, I was gonna say if this is like a survival. If I'm thinking like survival wise, well, like if I think aesthetic wise, man, I'd probably say like this big Gothic church in uh, uh, New York. Uh, it's known as St. Joseph's. Everyone, uh, it's, the, it's the gothic one everyone sh- have shot before. Yeah. I would say that that thing, aesthetically wise, is like my favorite like of all time. Dude. I would like to get married there, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. Yo, the general <laughs> hospital, though, you've been in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, um, what was that, 2017? I don't know. It was, I think it was 2017. Like it's, It was one of my first spots back then. That was the year to uh, hit it was 2017. That's when I got into <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually still just go. Like, I recently just went uh, uh, last year in summer. I went last summer. I still go because, like, like I said, I have, I, have, I have friends that come out here, too. I still hang out, like, the community stuff, even though I took, I'm took i taking a break right now from exploring in general. People still come down here. We still hang out, grab food, do a little exploring. But my I just, uh, just don't really um, shoot anymore or anything. Got you. Got you. Yeah, man, the General Hospital, like, that's definitely my top – three favorite places that I've explored and I've been you know to Portugal and Canada and like all over the place and it's still one of my favorite spots I would say it's one of a kind because like where do you find an autopsy theater like that come on yeah, like right. an autopsy theater come on dude you cannot dude I'm telling you everyone who comes to California they're like you know what I want I'm like <laughs> I know. I'm like dude I'm like I, I I've done this place so many times I get tired of like you know, being the tour guide, bringing you, of course, they're my friend, of course. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'll explore with you. I'll go with you. But it's like, dude, I've shot this place so many times. Got all the angles, not all the angles, but like, you know, it's just like, dude, I, I love my friends. So I'll go. But it's like, man, I already know what you want. <laughs> it's crazy. It's such a good spot. And then uh, my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Keep things to yourself sometimes or like, Try not to uh, try not to uh, blow things up. Like for example, you hit a spot, post it like a day later, or don't story too much. It kind of sucks because like it kind of defeats the whole purpose of you enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, because I know you. Because it's kind of hard because you want to enjoy it. Let everyone let everyone sh- show how how much how much fun it is, how enjoyable it could be, you know. And like you want to show it off, but like sometimes it's like it it will bite you in the dust and like come come back at you where it's like okay everyone knows where this spot's open now so everyone go hit it now blow it up now it gets locked up you know it kind of sucks it, it, it's like it, i'm like 50 50 on it because like at the same time not like a big like person when it comes to you know holding things back or like you know being the guy like oh this is my spot or stuff like that i hate being that guy because i want to make this enjoyable but like, yeah, I, I try to make it to where it's like a 50 50 thing. Got you. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. You know, it, and with like, you know, posting stories like that totally gives you away if you're doing it while you're there. You know, like what I do is I make my story, download it, and then I'll post it a couple days later just because like I don't want people to know that I'm there at that exact moment because like, I don't know, maybe the cops are looking at your page for whatever reason. You never know who's looking at your shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, because like, Man, there's, there's spots that I've I've shot years ago and I still haven't posted, just because my friends were like, "No, I don't want anyone to know we hit it. Or I don't want people to know about that spot. Or I don't want to know it's accessible." 
which is like I say, it, it kind of like defeats the whole purpose of like even shooting it, like posting it. Don't get me wrong, it's it's not that enjoyable. Like if you could just post, it'll be much more better. But like it kind of sucks, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it's also understandable why they feel that way towards it. You know, they feel strongly towards it. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, if people want to follow your journey in the future, follow your photography, where can they find you online? Um, I do have my Instagram, just uh, at hidden image. That's uh, H-I-D-D-E-N dot I-M-G. That's pretty much it. All right, guys, that was my episode with Hidden Image. If you want to check his stuff out, I put his links down in the description for you. Thank you, Hidden Image, for coming on the podcast and sharing those insane stories Dude had his leg go through a spiked fence. Like, what the fuck? That's insane. If you guys like this episode, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. It helps us grow on the iTunes charts. If you want to be on the No Tracers podcast, please, please reach out to me at no.tracers on Instagram or no tracers on TikTok. I would love to get you on the show and hear your stories and have you share them with this audience. I've had a blast doing this podcast. I've met some incredible people and I can't wait to meet up with them. Hopefully in 2021 after COVID is gone. If you're listening to this and you're brand new to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button so you get notified when a new episode drops, which is every Friday on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and the Just the Letter K YouTube channel. Cool guys. I'll talk to you next time. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.